0: Yeah, I'm pretty good to start there. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Real Talk Podcast episode 111. Woo. Triple ones. Triple ones. Woohoo! Woo. Hey, you stole my line. Ha. <laughs> These quarantine podcasts are getting a bit extreme.
1: There uh, <coughs> there's something else.
0: They are something else. They're something else. They are a small glimmer of hope in the (laughs) darkness is what they are. I hope for them listening at home as well, but more for me.
1: For me as well. I look forward to Mondays now being like, yeah, yeah, I can do stuff. I
0: can, you know, be productive. (laughs) Sort of. I like that sitting there and talking shit, which is exactly what we do the other six days a week. We deem productive. Yes. Because it goes on the internet. I mean, like,
1: our productivity has not necessarily gone down that much, but like... It's limited. (laughs) It's limited to what we do. It's limited
0: purely because we're limited by release stuff. Yeah. Nothing came out this week. Nothing. Well, I mean, Rick and Morty came out this week. Yeah, well, I've seen it. You haven't. I have not seen they, they, it. Right, so they're weird. We'll start on Rick and Morty, right? On. Season four. Right, yeah. no spoilers right or anything.
1: So. Yeah. All
0: right, I just want to point out for those of you, is it just me or has da- Dan Harmon's just stopped caring completely? Is it? I think Dan Harmon not stopped caring as in it's bad, but stopped caring as in he no longer restrains himself because <laughs> <laughs> um, there has been some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> over the last three episodes. That, like, you've got. Are <laughs> you. Gross. Ah, uh, yuck. <laughs> and the entirety of episode four. Yeah. I mean, like. You haven't seen episode four. No, yet. the last episode uh, I saw was. The orgy one. Yeah. The giant <laughs> end of the world orgy one. Yeah. Which got weird at every angle.
1: That's so gross. I um, forgot about that. But, like, yeah, uh, yeah I, I feel like it's gotten to the point now where, like, he's not stopped caring about like what their like the characters and the character development
0: and all that stuff is still there and it's all like still pretty good but he no longer restrains himself I feel like Dan Harmon has now officially got the mindset of somebody who cannot be (laughs) cancelled yeah because they have tried three separate occasions to cancel Rick and Morty and every single time it has been picked up by somebody else wow so it was like what was it it was Cartoon Network did their, they... For their Adult Swim. Oh, right, 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 um, right, right. Back when they were doing Adult Swim. Uh, if that was the first two seasons. Then they got dropped. Mm-hmm. And they got picked up by uh, Comedy Central. Yep. And then they got dropped again. <laughs> and I think... Picked back up by Comedy Central? Yeah, I think And so. then they got dropped again, and now uh, they've been picked up by Netflix. <laughs> and net we, we f- Netflix famously don't say no to people.
1: No, they do not. They do not say no to people. And I think now... Actually, I'll get onto that in a minute because it was actually something that you brought up the other day about Netflix, but I'll talk about that in a second. But like, yeah, like when I say like Dan Harmon or when you say Dan Harmon has stopped caring about these characters, I think he stopped caring about their character arcs and where they've gone because I feel like where they, I think like where these characters were supposed to end up like for, I think for Morty and for Rick and for all that, I think was on like the Citadel. And after that story, yeah, I, I
0: think that almost the episode where he gives himself up and gets arrested was almost supposed to be the end. Yeah, it was supposed to like, be. I end. I think he believed it was the end. Yeah, and then he was like, I was like, because that was a good end, like it was he gave amazing. himself up for his family, like the like the Earth got integrated into galactic society, all that shit. That yeah. makes sense. The very first episode, they were like, oh, we got picked up. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, well, well we have to undo... Like, Everything we just... Like, did. our okay. ending. So they blew up the Citadel and destroyed the Galactic Government. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, okay. <laughs> like, dope. And then, like, they did a full, like, arc and all that shit. And then it ended up with, like, Beth divorcing Jerry. And yeah. And that shit. And you're like, okay, that that, yeah. that checks out. That makes sense. And then, like... Because they were, they were cancelled. So... They, <laughs> then it got picked up again. And now he's just like, well... Fuck you guys, i not... Here's a bunch of Rick and Morty stories. Which works perfectly well. Yeah. Like, it, it almost works...
1: Well, that's the thing. It's like It you almost could watch, works better. Well, like, this thing is, is, like, you could watch each episode, like, now, I feel, you could watch each episode of Rick and Morty, and then each episode is just completely... It has nothing to do with the ramifications of what happened in the last episode. They don't even touch on it anymore. No. Like, there's no overarching story anymore. There's no, like... Beth and Jerry connection. There's no more like Rick and Morty because like, like they just they, they just do whatever they want now, and I love it. It it just means like they can do they can write whatever story they want and have no repercussions of it. Yeah, hundred percent. It's great. Like yeah, it, it's just fun. And like the last, I haven't seen the latest two episodes that have just come out, and but the last episode I did see was the planet the planet Tina one. Yeah, and those are two stories in one episode. With Like, Rick and Summer go off on their adventure, uh, and then you Morty see... Morty has his own Morty adventure. Morty has his own adventure, and you see a completely different side of Morty. And the first time I watched it, I thought to myself, what has Dan Harmon done to Morty? Like, he's, he's changed the character. He has
0: changed the character. And that almost sort of comes through in the next episode. Yeah. A little bit. So, and- like, the character development is still there they're just not referencing (laughs) events
1: like i came home yesterday after from going from walking down the street and coming home again because that's where i can only go and i came home and tom was sitting on the couch watching rick and morty and he just says have you seen this episode yet no all right well nothing is going to make sense i walked in i just saw I don't even know... I don't even want to explain it because it was just kind of gross, but... Giant, like,
0: giant sperm?
1: Giant sperm, horse... Like, horses and a castle, and
0: I'm pretty sure the president was there. Oh, so you <laughs> saw the end of the episode? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, the, yeah, no. yeah. So no, like, it, it, it gets there, but not in any sort of fluidity whatsoever. <laughs> um, it was great. <laughs> and like, I just...
1: I want to watch... I, I just want to get back up to date with Rick and Morty, but there is no more consistency to character arc when it comes to it Mm because I feel like Dan Harmon has now adopted the mentality I call it the South Park mentality yeah where you can do whatever you want but because it's under parody law they can't be touched
0: yeah so there's a few there's been a few references in fact I think there's four or five movie references in about two minutes fuck really? at at the end yeah because I went oh that's this yeah oh that's that's that oh that's I see what you're doing yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like because nobody mentions it I was like that's a cool reference yeah that's a cool reference that's a cool reference okay I get it yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay I understand that but
1: like that's what I mean and like they can't it's almost like they can't be touched and they're not doing it in a smug way but they're just doing it the same way that South Park does it is that they can be as outlandish as they want hmm but no one can really. I mean, like South Park has been, has like tried. They've tried to sue South Park. They tried to tr- like sue the creators of South Park. They tried to get them cancelled, like God knows how many times. But they either have a really good lawyer,
0: like no, a really so- good legal team. It's one of those things, right? So they originally, what was the first thing they got sued for? Something possibly Al Gore. <laughs> Right. It, was so, it was somebody like that. It was either Al Gore or it was Tom Cruise. Tried to sue him first, right? Personal defamation. Or right. right. It was like the first major like character attack they did. Right. And they were like, oh, okay, well, we're going to sue you for that. Okay. And then they got away with it under parody law, right? So you, as long as that thing comes up at the beginning, which it always has, that says, you know, the representations of a character... A, like based on a famous person, not the famous person themselves. Yeah. Which basically gives them free reign with whatever they want to do with that character's name or whatever. Yeah. Um, The issue being that they they won the first court case. Yeah. Well, once you've won the first one. You can win everyone. You can now never lose again. Yeah. (laughs) Because as long as they follow the same routine, which is like use the character's name, clearly make fun of that character, and then move on, nobody can sue them now. I'm pretty sure they're they unsuable by celebrities because yeah. they won the first one and then every single person who's tried to beat them after that.
1: Yeah. Well, th- well they got no leg to stand on. It's, yeah. it's it's the it's the parody, like it's the parody law. But like I'm pretty sure even South Park has even made a uh, what do you call it has made an episode about that court case yeah. where they get every character that they have made fun of over the years and <laughs> They all kind of, like, they all kind of congregate and And say. Try to destroy South Park. Try to destroy South Park, because I'm pretty sure at one stage they made like a giant gods like Godzilla monster of Barbara Streisand, and they made like I think what was it Tom Cruise was he wouldn't come out of the closet like literally wouldn't come out of the closet. Yeah. (laughs) And then like they did a whole thing about Michael Jackson, and then they did a whole thing about like. I remember that episode. I remember that Michael Jackson episode, and being very scared of Michael Jackson after that. <laughs> because... Fair enough. And also not understanding like the. the, the out... Doesn't his face come off? Yeah, like yeah, his whole face comes off because like his son like butters or something like that, or or I can't, I can't Blanket, remember. blanket, blanket. Like sees him like putting his face on in the mirror. It's like, come on, blanket, don't be ignorant. <laughs> yeah, that's <all> right. <laughs> But, like, I remember watching that as a kid and laugh, and, like, not laughing, but actually being terrified of Michael Jackson. Because no, Michael that episode is kind of fucked, up. It's, it's kind of fucked up. But, like, I watch it now and, like, I laugh my ass off because it's just a funny episode. But, like, as a kid, I remember watching that as a 13-year-old kid and being terrified of Michael Jackson.
0: You would a bit a bit old for Michael. Pardon?
1: You'd I, I probably, bit... probably would have been a bit old for Michael. But, uh, you know what? I'm going to stop that sentence there because... Yeah, you don't want his
0: corpse to sue us (laughs) Uh, Anyway, moving on Uh, Yeah, Netflix hired the I'm going to say Like assistant director from Facebook Oculus Yeah, yeah, yeah And have claimed that they're going to start making video games Uh, Don't know what that means I don't know if that's going to be a streaming service i.e. like Steam or um, Stadia and stuff like that or if they're going to release a console, if there'll be more of those um, interactive Telltale style stuff that they've put on um, Netflix, like you can play Minecraft Dungeons on Netflix. Can you actually? Yeah, because it's a Telltale I like, Choose Your Own Adventure game. Ah, cool. Um, it's pretty good. I've seen twenty minutes of it while Amara was playing it. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> looks like
1: I still like don't. Telltale for kids. I don't know how Netflix and video games is going to work, the only way I can kind of see it working is if, like...
0: Bringing back the TV
1: show adaptations. Well, bring back TV show adaptations, but also, like, you know in old movie stores where they had the video game sections where you could rent video games for a few days? Yeah. It's like, you could rent demos of games or rent, like, just take like, a few levels of games before, like, you... <laughs> like they could do deals with PlayStation with Xbox with yeah like it could Microsoft. be it, the
0: thing is we don't know anything other than they said they were going to move into video games so like they could be making it for somebody else they could be making it for them they could release their own console they could could, could you it imagine could be literally be fucking
1: anything like the console is just an m <laughs> it could be yeah. it
0: <laughs> could be cool. it could be another like whatever like it could be a console where um exclusively does um like game pass games
1: like that, you know be... what I mean? Like,
0: like Xbox, you have Game Pass; it's an option. PlayStation, well, in America anyway, has like PlayStation Now, and there's like PS Plus and stuff. Like, we can't be that far off a console being exclusively subscription based, anyway. That would be cool. Like, the console itself will be cheaper. Yeah. Or even if they they roll it out like um like a fetch box or something like that, you get a plan with like a thing. You pay sixty dollars a month, you get five free games to play. Yeah. I mean, as long as you keep paying your Subscription you get, and I feel like something like this could probably bring us back into the good old day,
1: like to the good old days of when you would buy magazines. I don't know if any but like if any of our watchers or any of our viewers or listeners I have ever to... bought game magazines, Game probably, Informer, like Game Informer or the PlayStation magazine and all that kind of stuff. But like the early early days, you would get a demo with that usually had four or five games on it, and. Nine times out of ten, like they would, I would end up buying. I'm pretty sure, I bought. I've got it down there somewhere. Prototype, the first prototype game. Yeah, and I remember looking at like the stills in the magazine when I because I saw it. I saw it on the front cover of like this giant like claw hand. And then I read, like, I read about the story of Prototype. I saw like the stills of it. It looked amazing. And then there was a, there, there was a demo of the game that came with the magazine.
0: I oh, might renew my subscription to Game Informer. Okay? And like it was delivered really...
1: to the house Delivered, yeah. I mean, like, it's cool. Not every month. Like, but that was, I probably would not have picked up, um, the Prototype franchise had I not read about it, had I not played the demo, had I not seen it. So it's a good way to get people informed about this stuff, because video games is very much like, you hear about it once on the internet, and then you kind of make up your mind from there. And everybody has an opinion about it. Everybody has an opinion about a certain game, so...
0: I feel like for most people, whether or not a game gets bought depends on the first review you read of it
1: and nine times out of ten it's, it's it's on Twitter
0: so it's bad
1: it's on Twitter or it's like it's from IGN or something like that or it's from somebody who you know is paid to give it a good review if that is their fucking IGN but like if they, if that is their job to do so they will most I um, I just want to discuss I, I just want to put it out there just in case they are watching. I don't know if they do that. (laughs) IGN. They They do. IGN do. do. (laughs) I do know that they do. (laughs) That is like... I don't know if you can see the fear in my voice. It's like... Sue me. I've got nothing anyway. (laughs) Please don't sue us. At me.
0: (laughs) You and me. (laughs) Let's UFC (laughs) 267. I'll fight you. Virtually. (laughs) No, no. I'll fight you. (laughs) I will train. I'll fight you.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, but like... Uh, It is one of those things where you hear one review, give it like a really good review to a game that probably didn't deserve it, or a bad review to a game that didn't deserve to be shit on. And, but like, if you just, if you read about it, you read about the story, and then like, if you get the chance to play the demo yourself, and you make up the mind for yourself, then nine times out of ten, you'll end up going out and buying that game. That's how I ended up buying a lot of my PS1 games, how I ended up buying a lot of my, like, all the way from PS2 to PS3 like, everything had a demo at that point. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like if if this is the route that Netflix wants to go with video games, then I feel like that's a really good way to get back into the demo industry. Yeah. And it also gets you... And also, like, maybe one day down the line, they probably could come out with their own console, and I would be on board with buying it. I'd ha- happily have an N console on my desk. <laughs> I think
0: it would depend on what it's got going for it at the time.
1: Yeah, fair. I mean, like the second they release it, buying it. <laughs> I'm putting my stock in it. <laughs>
0: I've lost all of my money. I've lost everything.
1: Do you hear about GameStop? <laughs>
0: Brilliant. Uh, yeah. So, like, you know, Netflix would be a that'll be an interesting thing moving forward. That's fine. If they've hired the Oculus guy, I assume VR is involved somewhere. Um, I would say that. You know, moving into VR interactive, yeah. maybe game type things is probably a good move for Netflix, ah. um, because it's currently, other than the fact that it was the first major streaming service, got nothing going for it. Mm. So it needs to move into the uh, the realm of other like avenues and stuff. So.
1: Netflix. Kind of does have like that. They are very good at adapting to their environment. I mean, they, 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 they yeah, they, like, almost, they always have
0: because they were they started off as a, a DVD rental service. Yeah, they sent you subscribed and they sent you movies, and then like that became like obviously downloading shit became a thing, and DVDs were sort of on their way out, so they. Adapted, they made a streaming server like one of the first major ones, and like they mm. got that. And they got people to sign up, and like they got a cut of whatever their subscription was. And you know, then Netflix could show hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of movies, yeah. And then like it moved in, and people everyone started doing a like a streaming service where like they could also, you know, you could also stream other people's movies and TV shows and shit. So they started making their own stuff, and mm. like now uh, everyone's making their own. Like streaming service exclusives and yeah, what's the next step? Because chances are it'll come from Netflix. Yeah, or Disney. (laughs) Yeah, most likely
1: Disney. But like, uh, it just reminds like I I I hope that they don't just say yes to anything though because they do do, like they do now
0: because they have a very welcome to Netflix. You've been greenlit. (laughs)
1: Yeah, pretty much. And like that was the first thing I thought about when they like when they said. We're venturing into video game territory, and, like, I thought to myself, are you just saying yes to this, or are you adapting? Because, <laughs> like, I, and also we had a bit of a conversation about, like, are they going to be developing these games? And that goes back to the conversation we just had. But, I don't know, It it, it is interesting to
0: see it's what they It's just an interesting do. call, and I'd like to see what happens with them moving forward. Yeah. Um, I guess time will tell. Yeah, time will tell. Um, really nothing more because to say than... We'll see.
1: Yeah, pretty much. We'll see. But also, like, I think they do need, they do need to update game, or at least get new movies because the movies they got uh, get hashtag get better horror movies. The thing movies, is, right? They release
0: <laughs> ten movies every six months or something yeah. fucking stupid. Right? Yeah, one of which is good, and usually it's the one that gets ignored. Yeah, because it's like everyone watches the nine ones. They're like, these ones will be good, and then there's this other one we greenlit. and you're like, cool. The one you weren't, like, focusing on was the better one. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that you should keep your fucking nose out. It. <laughs> it's the Warner Brothers problem. Yeah, it it's, is. It's starting to be, like, every massive, like, developer of movies and stuff of like, you know, the yeah. production companies and shit yeah. are so terrified that the movies they have given money to yeah. are not going to make the money back. That they stick their nose in, over involve themselves, yeah, fuck the movie, <laughs> and then don't make money. They yeah. are the orchestrators of their own disasters. Yeah. Because like Warner Brothers has done infinitely better since they kept their fucking nose out. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, just stay out of it. Yeah. Like they've had apparently next to no influence on the Suicide Squad. And Have they've they? had next to no influence on the Flash. But, that's... but the Suicide Squad looks like the best one they've done ever. The new one? The yeah, new Suicide Squad. The new Squad? Suicide it admittedly it's not out yet. So yeah. there's like time will tell. But like from what I've seen, it already looks better than the others. And that's even if you just compare trailers. Uh huh. Like the tone is there, it's like serious but not too serious. It's got a good amount of comedy in it. It looks like a good amount of action. It looks like the characters are well rounded. It looks like the best one ever. It does. It looks and, pretty good. And, you know, if... I hope it succeeds. One, because I really, really want a good Suicide Squad movie. I, I do, Like, the first one. I want a great Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. And if they're back-to-back successful on keeping their noses out, they won't butt it in again. Yeah. You hope.
1: You hope. But, like, big... But, like, look s- at... Big studios do have a very bad habit of... I think when you're investing a lot of money into a specific thing that you don't know that much about, because nine times out of 10, these executives don't know, don't know the story. They don't know the, the cat, like they don't know the characters that they're, yeah, that they're investing into. So like, I understand if they want to, you know, uh, if they want to like be on set and they want to talk to like directors, the writers, all that kind of stuff. But like, if you don't know anything about the, the source material, don't add anything. Stay out of their way. These people are do, here to make sure that you
0: make your money back. <laughs> do what Disney and Marvel are doing.
1: Yeah. It's like if you go. Disney up to a, is there yeah. to
0: throw large bags of cash at Marvel so that Marvel can clone it and throw large bags of it back. Yeah. And <laughs> that is it. Yeah. So it's literally like Disney does nothing but throw money to Marvel and go, here, multiply this. Yeah. And then Marvel, like, divvy it up and they pretty much leave each director to their own. The only influence Marvel really does on each of the films is they go, okay, I need this and this to set this up, and you guys need to do this so you can set this up, and you guys need to set this to do this up, and this is where we're all heading. Yeah. So like, here are the things you're allowed to leak as you go. Here's the big plan. Here's large bags of cash. <laughs> Fuck off. I just picture just like is, the Marvel execs just handing out little bags, like bag with a dollar sign on, on, it, a dollar yeah. Sign yeah. on it. That's yours. <laughs> That's your Shang Chi. You get a small
1: one. <laughs> What's that? You got abomination in it. Oh, sorry, here's your. Sorry, other bag. here's a massive.
0: <laughs> but like Eternals, you may have half a million. Dollars. <laughs> We've got Game of Thrones characters in it. Here's two billion dollars. <laughs> <ago. laughs> literally it's starting to be like that it's yeah. just like mm, you what's your idea I want to do Moon Knight here's, here's $40,000 make a TV show <laughs> you what are you doing <laughs> pitch me something Doctor Strange 2 billion dollars go make a movie make it cool <laughs> you here have $4 billion make sure there's three Man in it <laughs> Can we get... Uh, here's three million. I can probably get Toby. Here's four million. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's starting to be like that. <laughs> and, you know, there's one guy in the background like, I can make Loki the TV show. I don't believe you, but here's a million dollars. And oh he's my. just gone, here's... He's just come back and he's like, here's 250 million dollars. <laughs> huh. <Yeah. laughs> All right, well, you keep half, make another one and we'll... <laughs> We'll uh, go this way with our uh, large bit. I make, yeah, I can make Loki. Ha, sure you can, buddy. Here's, here's some money. <laughs>
1: Season two, no problem. <laughs> Kevin Feige's
0: like, hey, that's a him
1: <laughs> I think everybody. I think like I think that's a pretty good assumption of like how people were reacting when Loki got a TV show. Because how would you make a TV show about Loki? And now we know it's amazing. Apparently, that apparently, might. really good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Apparently like that. It's like the amount of people who are like, mm, I don't know if there's room in the MCU for Moon Knight. Trust me, guys, there'll be room. There's room in the MCU for Moon Knight. <laughs> don't, please, don't take this from Jared. <laughs> there's room. <laughs> okay? We'll make room. I will kill Brie Larson if it makes room. <laughs> Jeez. might do it anyway. Just for a giggle. <laughs> Just for. Oh God. I'll bring her back with necromancy. <laughs> It's a real thing, right? Yeah, a and d A and d <laughs> A Dungeons and Dragons and Bands and Breakfast. Breakfast. <laughs> uh, Alright, I think we might call it there. We've started to ramble. We have started to ramble. Alright guys, well... I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Real Talk Podcast. If you would like to follow me on Instagram, I'm at real Talk Rice, I am on Twitter at Review by Lurch.
1: And if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, I am at Jared underscore KidFo1. One.
0: Alright, we are we are on Twitter at Real underscore pop. We are on Instagram and Facebook at Real Talk underscore pop Culture discussions. We are on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash real talk plays. And as always, guys, keep it real. And stay sexy. Bye. Bye.